मैं उस दिन Before I delve into that, I want to tell you that you can check out our other episodes from this series as well as our other podcasts from the Quint on our website or wherever you get your podcasts from. So let's talk about Mrs. Chatterjee versus Norway. What is the film about? It's actually based on a true story, which makes it even sadder. It is the story of an immigrant Indian mother who fights the Norwegian like foster care system, uh, basically to get back custody of her children when her children are snatched away from her. there is a mother who has lost her children uh with uh, for no almost no fault of her own we find out that the reason why the norwegian services have taken her kid away is mostly cultural differences uh we're told that it happened because wo apne haath se bachcho ko khana khilati hai which was considered quote and quote force feeding or that the kids are sleeping in the same bed as the parents that's an issue of course there are issues with the family which are caused primarily by the main character's husband that maybe do make it an unsafe place for the children but it's 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 harrowing it's it's weird that this person this woman has lost custody of her children over practically doing nothing much wrong rani mukherjee plays debika chatterjee okay she is the main character she has two children a two year old boy and a five month old girl and she of course tries to kind of keep her culture in her family so devika and her family have immigrated to norway from india and she's trying to keep her own culture in place and then pass it on to her children her husband is played by anirban bhattacharya and he essentially just wants citizenship he wants citizenship of norway that's what's driving him forward and devika wants her children back that's what's driving her forward the main issue with the film is that other than debika other than debika chatterjee we don't see any of the other characters have much depth sab aise upar upar se ho raha and that's a big issue kyunki sure the people who are supposed to be bad you do hate them as an audience because rani mukherjee does a great job and so you're like oh i do uh, feel bad that this is happening right like of course i'm going to feel bad the story is a sad situation but wo usually tab hota hona chahiye jab screen writing mein jab स्क्रीन प्ले में जब मतलब डायलॉग राइटिंग में यू गिव योर कैरेक्टर्स दोज लेयर्स वेर द ऑडियंस कैन फॉर्म देयर ओन ओपिनियन अबाउट देम ये नहीं हो पाता है मिसेस चैटर्जी वर्सेस नॉर्वे में सो मोस्ट ऑफ द इमोशनल कोर ऑफ द फिल्म इज रेस्टिंग ऑन रानी मुखर्जी शोल्डर द गुड थिंग इज दैट शी डज लाइक शी डज प्ले द रोल वेरी वेल बट द एग्जीक्यूशन ऑफ द फिल्म इज द मेन इशू दैट्स वेर इट काइंड ऑफ स्टार्टर्स क्योंकि All right, we we are introduced to the fact that her husband is not a good man. He essentially also has a complaint of domestic violence against her, not against her. Sorry, he has a complaint of domestic violence against her filed against him, and he still hasn't sudroed much. Like he is still that bad. But when court case ho raha hai, why why don't we get to see how uh, Mr. Chatterjee or his 
or his patriarchal family have affected Debika? Why don't we get into why Debika does not have financial agency? Why don't we get into why it is so easy to label a woman as a quote-unquote unfit mother or quote-unquote mentally unstable or why the legal machinery decides to do that, you know? Like, what what about society makes us do that? This is not the thing is, and that's a little unfair also, like I was saying, because Anirban is such a good actor, he's a pretty decent actor, but he doesn't get a chance to showcase that. The one character who also honestly stands out is Jim Sarb, a lawyer of Indian descent who is practicing in Norway. His name is Daniel Chupek Singh. He plays a great role in the film. He also tries to kind of, he gets a bit of a background, but that background is in the film's overall messaging. Because he tries to make the point that, okay, Devika is a great mother. She deserves custody of her children. But that doesn't always necessarily mean that all mothers are good mothers or all fathers are good fathers. It is, you know, there's that quote that goes, all children deserve parents, but not all parents deserve children. It's kind of like that. You can't always say that every human being on earth in this whole big wide world is providing a safe and nurturing environment for their children. And Daniel's character does bring this up, but it's hidden because nobody else is given any importance in this story. Here's the thing. There's so much else to also explore. Um, there have been protests in Norway and outside of Norway as well, I think, against the Norwegian child care system, the child welfare system. Uh, there have been accusations of immigrant parents losing their children much more than uh, others do. There have been all these, there have been news reports about this as well, but none of this is properly ever brought up. And that, like, that's the thing that's, mm, it makes me so mad, makes me so mad, because the characters in the film are trying so hard. And Rani Mukherjee, mind-blowing. What a great actor. Jim Sarb, beautiful to watch. Like, no complaints, no notes. All my love for this film comes from Rani Mukherjee and from the story that is being told. It's the real story of Sagarika. And um, I think just that fact does elevate the film a little bit. Uh, If you want to find out more, you should Google Sagarika Chakraborty and Norway, the Norway case. It was a very big custody battle to get her kids back while also dealing with a lot of other things. And it's an inspirational story. It is. It very genuinely is. And I do think that it deserved better execution. It really did. It deserved better execution. It deserved a better better rhythm in a film. The second half of the film is much better than the first. I'll tell you that much. Because at that point, the film kind of lets his characters go in the sense that Rani Mukherjee is allowed to emote. You know, she's just allowed to emote as herself. When Rani Mukherjee, and not when as much as especially... When Rani Mukherjee is left to her own devices to, you know, you know emote and kind of uh, put her feelings across, that is when the film is so good. So good. The scene where Rani Mukherjee and Jim Sarb are just staring at each other, you know, nothing is being said but so much is being said is one of my favorite scenes. One of my favorite scenes from the film is also actually a silent scene in the film. It's when, uh, I, won't, I won't tell you because, you know, I want you to experience it firsthand. But it's when the father, when Mr. Mr. Chatterjee goes and sees their son playing in a garden after a long time. That's a silent scene, but it is so, so, so powerful. And that's the thing. The film needed to have trusted itself more to have been a truly amazing film, which it just falls short of. You know, that's, that's I guess, my final verdict, or if you will, would be, oh, finally, do I like it? Would be, I do, but I, I feel like... I like the film mostly because of how well performed it is. You know, I like it because of the promise that it has and not for its execution. You know, there's much to be desired about the execution and that's 
a little sucky it's a little sucky i'm not going to lie it hurts a little bit but uh, at the end of the day uh, mr strategy versus norway good promise good premise great cast great work struggles to reach where it should but yeah that was all for this episode thank you so much for listening do i like it is a queen production executive produced by ritu kapoor and shelly walia hosted by me pratiksha mishra produced and edited by anjali palod with music from mrs chatterjee versus norway and bmg production see you next time you were listening to the queen's podcast